Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the first ever playoff edition of Winning Picks Weekly. Greg, we have finally made it to the promised land that is the playoffs. Of course, our New York Jets are not there, but, <laughs> but that's okay, that man. I think we saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, we saw it coming from week three. Um, <laughs> but here we are, Winning Picks Weekly. You and I killed it last week, especially in our pick'em leagues. Uh, what a way to go out. I've been telling you the world is so clear. The board is so clear after I came back. And I really hope that runs into the playoffs. We had some futures that hit. I hope so, too. We have New York blessing us during playoffs with some free money, just free money everywhere. Uh, if you're looking at these super boosts. And, you know, we're here giving you free money on the teasers and the parlays, especially if you're following us. I mean, we had pretty decent years. Uh, all things considered, uh, mm-hmm. I was over the 50% mark at the very end of it. So, I mean, let's go, man. Let's go. Are you ready? Are you ready for these six games and wild card weekend with the extra Monday? Very excited for it. Very cool schedule, definitely for the first weekend of the playoffs. And to your point, a great, a great first season for us. Um, you were, I think, right around 500 going into last week, and then you went 10 to 6 last week. It was an incredible week. I was much more, I was not, I did not have a great last week, but that's okay. Uh, you hit on your teaser. So we were both finished right around the same in the teaser spot. I had one Hail Mary hit. Got lucky one week all the way back in week whew, seven. It's crazy to think of how quickly this season went. Like that feels like so long ago. I know. I know. And we've come so far. This gambling season has been tough, but we're here. We're ready to go. I think we're ready to go for, we got six games. Two Saturday, three Sunday, and one on Monday night. What a perfect very schedule! Very excited man. about this Monday night. What a perfect game. schedule! Very excited. I mean, great matchups too. Yeah, great matchups that we've been complaining all year. The one o'clock, the four o'clock slate, not enough here. The Monday yep. games suck. I mean, perfect way to round it out. And let's get it started without further ado, man. I mean, after sure. a crazy week eighteen with the Vegas Raiders. And the, the Chargers, should I take a timeout? Should I kneel? Brent Staley's an idiot. I digress. Oh, my <laughs> God. What a, mess up. what a colossal mess up from him. Nobody's even, he, he messed up so bad at the end of that game, Greg, that they're not even talking about him going for far on fourth down at his own 20-yard line in the first half. Like They talked about surprise firing on Monday. I was, uh, I was thinking it might have been him at first, but... <laughs> Black, Flores. <laughs> black Monday is upon us, but we're not here yeah. for Black Monday. But the black and silver, man, they're in the playoffs. Their first year in their new stadium. Shout out to them. Kicking a field goal, right? Uh, apparently yeah. that took some 
courage, but you know, here we are. Uh, they're plus five and a half at Cincinnati Saturday to kick off the playoffs. And I- I'm sorry to say, I, I don't want to start off the episode like this, but like this already, like, what am I missing? Pick of the week, dude. What the hell am I missing? That Vegas is plus five and a half against Cincinnati with an injured quarterback. I, I have no idea what's going on. Like, this is the typical Houston game, right? The Saturday early game, Houston, Cincinnati. Like, they don't win playoff games. This is like the typical easy game Saturday. And this is so easy. Like, I don't understand in what world is Vegas plus five and a half not the right pick here? Even money line. Like, dude, five and a half? What are we talking about here? Like, what do you That's got for point. this game, dude? I have no idea what's happening here. Yeah, I feel like for this, I'm going to be picking a lot of these. I'm going to be picking these spreads, obviously, but these games are going to be so close on the playoffs that I don't hate a lot of these money lines for these underdogs just because you never know. Someone's going to get sub-surprised. Someone's going to get upset. My only problem is I don't think it's here, and the reason why is because I think that if Joe Burrow was actually hurt or you know whatever it is, I was expecting this line to be a lot lower because it's five and a half or six. I think that indicates to me that he's completely fine. They had a couple guys on COVID. They're going to be getting them back. And, I mean, they just lit the league on fire last two weeks. And we talked about the Raiders having a decent D-line and a decent maybe couple linebackers. They don't have a great secondary. And this offensive <laughs> firepower that they have in Cincinnati, I think it's just too much. So I think it's going to be high scoring. The the over-under at 48.5 I thought was a little interesting. But for 48 me, and a half. 48 and a half. Yep. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. 48 and a half. I still think, I still think that's kind of low for these teams just because I don't think that either team has a great defense. I think both teams have a decent offense. So, um, yeah, I'll kick us off with Cincinnati Bengals minus five and a half. That's my first pick of the weekend. Like I said, I think they're just too hot and they're too offensively gifted for the Las, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I mean, if you listen, if you're doing a synopsis of this full season, right, you take the Cincinnati regular season from, you know, week one to 18, you take the Raiders from week one to 18, and you honestly almost take any sample size, right, that you want from the season. Yeah. You're going to say that Cincinnati is obviously better than the Raiders, and I agree with you. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue about that. I, I agree with you. It's just that this game, man, this playoff game, first of all, there's a there's a trend that I've noticed, right? Just like as a dumb football fan, that the team going into the playoffs that had a hard time getting in, like the Raiders, always comes in with momentum. It it always happens that they play well when they're coming into the playoffs. It's never it's always like, oh yeah, this team can't play defense. They just they 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 stumbled back in here. They should they don't even deserve to be here, and then they win. The game, never mind cover. It always happens, man. So, like, this is, I don't know, this is my dumb football playoff brain here. It's like ringing a big bell. Like, you're going to take Joe Burrow in his first playoff game, minus five and a half with no knee? Like, he got injured on the last play when we saw him. I, I, this game makes no sense to me. I, I love the Raiders here. They run the ball. They play possession football. They were in a playoff game last week. Uh, I, I, I really don't get it. They're, the, the, the public is, where is the public here? Are they on, are they on the Bengals? Let me just, let me just seal this with the kiss of death here. 
So the the percentage of bets is on Cincinnati and the money is on Vegas. Oh my goodness, Greg. This is this might be the easiest play of the of the of the entire playoffs. I am hammering Las Vegas plus five and a half here. I love it. I like it. Uh, like I said, I just think I think the Bengals have too much offense. Uh, the fun fact floating around the internet. I don't know how true it is, but it's the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since text messaging was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's ninety one. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. So. I think they, I don't know. I think they get it done. I think the Raiders kind of are a little fluky because if you look at who the Raiders beat down the stretch, you know, I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm too impressed by. You so know, you're the by touchdown. Basically, the touchdown. Like you're not really two field goals. Like it's touchdown. Yeah, it's a Touch. touchdown, which yeah. which can happen in two seconds with the three wide receivers they have in Cincinnati. All right, so you're gonna, you're, you're sticking with Cincy. I'm on the Raiders yep. here. I really love the Raiders five and a half. I don't necessarily love the money line because I understand what you're saying, but I I really love five and a half. Jumping into the primetime Saturday game, and let me tell you, man, hell of a primetime Saturday game. Yeah. New England at Buffalo. This is the rubber match, right? We had the first game against each other where New England ran three times. They asked Buffalo if they were embarrassed in the post-game press conference. Insane next, question. <laughs> next time up, even though they literally allowed three passes, <laughs> they were embarrassed. Uh, next time up, Buffalo had their way with New England. New England is honestly been struggling, and I don't think it's a mirage. I do think they're hurt. Like their offensive line is hurt, the defensive players are hurt, and they're not sexy players, so it's not coming across your fantasy radar. Right. Because, you know, Hunter Henry's playing and Jacoby Myers is playing, but you know, their, their offensive line has, has been, has been stumbling in here. So I think that's what's been going on with them. That being said, plus four, four, like you're giving them a, a two, a full touchdown, basically again, over three, the magic number of three and the public is all over Buffalo. I mean, I don't know what to say here, except for if you don't take New England here, you're a bold man. You're If you take Buffalo Bills to be Bill Belichick by five points or more, you're a bold man. Like, they don't even, they didn't even deserve a playoff game, these Buffalo Bills. Like, they stumbled into this playoff game. At uh, home. I mean, they were still 11 and 6. I mean, they could have lost to the Jets at the end, man. <laughs> that was a crazy thing. So that was my, that was going to be my thing is like you were talking about the problem is that the, the Patriots lost to the Dolphins last week, even though the Patriots always lose to the Dolphins in Miami. Yeah, yeah. No matter who's there, who's the coach, who's quarterback, it, it doesn't also matter. Adam Gase in Miami, so I don't know if it counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, the Bills just did not look good last week against the Jets, and they didn't look good the week before against Atlanta. I've watched those, I watched those games very closely because I had the Patriots to win the division, and the, the Greg, Bills Let me ask you just, a question. When's the last time you saw the, the Bills look good? Forget the last two Kansas weeks. City Chiefs when I called that when money was line that? bet. Week eleven, five, week <laughs> yeah. six. Like, what were we talking about? Like, I was, uh, I had hair maybe back then. Like, I have yeah. no idea when that was. Yeah, the Bills really haven't impressed me at all this season. I mean, I think they were on a tear last year, and then people, I don't know, maybe figured them out a little bit. But um, they're going to need to run the ball. They're going to need to play less like crazy. Josh Allen plays more, more like with purpose and with you know some methodical drives i just don't know if they can do that 
So Singletary's not going to kill uh, kill the New England Patriots like he did the Jets, man. No, and just Bill Belichick in the playoffs. Like you said, they played each other twice this year, so they've seen them. Um, and I also think too, kind of the momentum switched a little bit to where, like, like you said, the reporter asked that ridiculous question to the Bills after they mm-hmm. lost. Now that the pay, the Bills came in and beat the Patriots at home pretty handedly too, it wasn't really that close, thirty three twenty one. That's know, such I a Bill the, Belichick thing, man. That's such a Bill up. Belichick thing to lose in the playoffs, right? Like right there, and then just smack in the regular season, and just smack you in the playoffs. Exactly. Like, exactly. This is so it was, typical. It was also bro. a Bill Belichick thing to lose to the Bills and then come out and beat the Jaguars fifty to ten. Like <laughs> yeah. I could see something like that happening. He knew. Easy. He knew that they were they were going to play the Bills. Like by the time yeah. that game rolled around, he knew that no matter what, that New England's going to end up playing Buffalo, whether it's in New England or whether it's in Buffalo. He already did that yeah. math. So, so, yeah, I mean, I like the Patriots. I'm also interested in what the Patriots are alternate line, just because if you take the Patriots like minus three instead, um, I don't hate that. That's almost especially a reverse teaser. Yeah, especially if you can get some money on it. So Patriots minus two and a half is plus 200. So I don't hate that either. But obviously for this, we're just picking the regular spread. So I'm with you taking New England. I'm going to take New England plus four against the Buffalo Bills. Me too. And honestly, could I just rewind one second? I know we moved on from the Raiders Cincinnati game, but just think sure. that I've been betting. And since we're doing the small episode, I really like to know it this time. Dude, the, the winning margins are just unbelievably successful for me. Like for the first game, Las Vegas Raiders by one to 13 is plus 240 and Cincinnati by one to 13 is plus 140. Like you bet a hundred on both those games. You're going to win money. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you're going right, to be, just be positive. Points. And if you think, though, I'm almost certain that's going to be a closer than two touchdown game. So if you're so confused, you really don't know where to go. There's a way to automatically win money, albeit not that much. But there is a way to win some money. Just take these bands and just sit back. Crazy things can happen. Like I could take one through 13 for Georgia and Bama. And then we get a pick six at the end of the game at the national championship. That makes no sense for no reason. For and no I lose reason. Out. But, you know, if everything is just normal, I would have won money on that game. And I really didn't know it was going to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't. So that's neither here nor there. However, okay. I, I, I should have trusted the, my, my public and going against the public instinct there, which I am officially sticking to here. So we both, I got the Raiders and we both got New England. That wraps up our Saturday. We wake up Sunday, ready to go. And there's a one, a four and an eight. I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. It's like we're, it's like we're, we're, we're getting, we're easing out, right? We're not going to completely get us into withdrawal. And the first game, this guy must have paid out the league because your boy, Tom Brady out in Tampa has the one o'clock. Mr. Can't cover in prime time. <laughs> <laughs> he got his one o'clock on he Sunday. Got Sunday at one o'clock. Imagine that. <laughs> this is a route. Like, like I, I know I like Philly to stop the run. I know they're sneaky. They like to get to the pass rusher. That's exactly what kills Tom Brady. They've been looking off, even though they kind of looked good last week, right? But of course, yeah. like the the whole Jets thing two weeks ago. So we don't know if last week was a fluke or not. Was it Carolina last week? So like, yeah, that doesn't really count. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson, no shout out to them. Opening and closing out the season with that, which oh. I thought was hilarious. Um, so the one o'clock, Tom Brady. 
Speaking of Carolina real quick, though, you just threw it yeah. in my mind. You see what's going around like from ESPN or NFL now? It's like the little bar graphs. And it has like all the teams and where they were like their Playoffs. ranking, their seeds. It was like their seeds. Oh. It was like the NFC. It was like the one seed, the two seed, the three seed, the four seed, one through seven for the playoffs. And just Carolina <laughs> was like the two seed for the first like three weeks. And I was like, God, I forgot all about that. This again, the season's so long, but I was screaming about Carolina to start the year and they just fell off a cliff. It was, it was, it was laughable. It was laugh out loud funny Dude. how quickly they just went down. <laughs> and they Carolina. Down. If Carolina won the division, I would have been a literal, literal oh. millionaire. <laughs> like, literal yeah. millionaire. If they made the playoffs, I would have been a thousandaire. But yeah. they just absolutely stunk it up. So here yeah, I am. They stunk. <laughs> here I am. Going back to the one o'clock Philly versus Tampa game, it's eight and a yeah. half for Tampa, minus eight and a half for Tampa Bay. And honestly, as it should be, this line is right on the money for me. Um, I think this is going to be the first bet that the public wins, right? The money's on Tampa. The public's on Tampa around 60% for both. Uh, I, I, this is my kind of like hold your nose here. Yeah. If, like, we're gonna hold, do a, if we're going to do a hold your nose where you had to pick an underdog, this would have been mine. Oh, this um, is my which favorite. Is opposite you. Right? Yeah, no, you're holding this is my favorite, favorite hold your nose. Like, I don't want to take a favorite here. It's eight and a half. I know. Too really many. sneaky. I get that. It looks it looks like that. But, dude, this is Tom Brady, 1 o'clock, and it's playoff time. It's time for Tampa to get back on track. Philly, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, it's nice that you're here. Sounds good. I'm glad you had a nice time. <laughs> but the eight and a half, I know you're you're making it that, that hook, mostly for the teasers, but also to make it a full over one possession. But dude, I'm I'm sticking with Tampa here. You got I'm you just got to roll with Tom Brady one o'clock versus the Philadelphia Eagles. This is one where I'm gonna be putting in a bet for sure on the Eagles. But I'm also I've said it early this season. I've said throughout the season. If you remember, we we had this game and we were talking in one of our group chats with uh when they played each other earlier this season. I think we had it six and a half or seven, and they score like in the third quarter. Then they hold Tampa Bay to no score in the fourth quarter. And they score again with like no time left, two point conversion and make it exactly six. I think we covered by a half point at one point. And it was just so <laughs> stupid. Was, everyone was like, why would they go for two? Why would they go for two? And that just, that game just sticks out in my head. So because of that, um, I'm going with Philadelphia in this. I think that they're a big, like I said, I said throughout the season, I think they're a big second half team and like even like fourth quarter team. There was a couple games throughout the season where they weren't looking too hot in the first half, and then they just figured it out. I don't know what they figured out. Nick Serrani might have remembered that they could run the football, and then they just ran and ran, and they scored and scored. So um, I like the Eagles in this one. I also love if Tampa Bay goes down early, putting in a live bet. Now that we have it in New York, I've already hit two live parlays. Mm. And it's the most degenerate thing you can do, but it's also <laughs> incredible. Shout out San Francisco last Sunday. So shout out San Francisco. Li- you can't do the live parlays now because there's only one game on a time, but just a little live bet, something to keep in the back of your mind. If you see Tampa Bay go up early, maybe take Philadelphia on well, a plus a million. Uh, I would take the money line on that too, just because it's going to be like plus a thousand, maybe. So. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I am a little concerned that Ronald Jones is out. Uh, Mike Evans still has a hamstring. 
That's my whole thing, man. Tampa Bay is just like you were talking about teams that are limping in. Tampa Bay was kind of limping in. Then they played Carolina, which who absolutely stinks. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, look at Tampa Bay. They put up 40 <laughs> on Carolina. It's like, yeah, but they were having struggles With the, the weeks before that. <laughs> that's like our, that, that's Jets, our point right now. Also, that's like our <laughs> yeah. measuring stick. Like the Bills, I don't know, man. The Jets kept it close. Tampa, I don't know, dude. The Jets kept it close. <laughs> but then, and the other thing too, is they played the Panthers twice. So they played the Panthers twice down the stretch where they won 32-6 yeah. to six and they won 41-17. But then they, it, was clo- it was a four-point game against the Jets where they took the lead with 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Then they lost nine nothing to the Saints. That was a and they lost thirty two to twenty seven against the Bills, where they gave up like twenty four of those twenty seven points to the Bills in the second half. Like they haven't been looking that great down the stretch. I think it's just because of a ton of injuries, both on the offensive side and the defense defensive side. So I think Philadelphia comes out with a little bit of a mean defense. They run the ball. They keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands. They get some electric plays, and hopefully, you know, eight and a half is a lot of points. Hard to score in the NFL. Especially I think Miles Sanders is out, too. They have so many running backs. Yeah, they have so many running backs for Philadelphia. Yeah. All right. I, 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 don't, I don't, like, absolutely love this game. This is my hold your nose, Tampa. Yeah. Just, just, Shut up and take Tom Brady. Like, just shut up and take Tom Brady at one o'clock. Like, Especially it's a one o'clock Sunday yeah, game. That's what I'm saying, it. dude. Playoffs, like, just take it. Even though he's probably used to the bye week right now. Rolling into the NFC, I, I mean, this is this is probably the toughest NFC game, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, we got San Francisco plus three and a half at Dallas. Right away, wow. right away, they're begging me to take San Francisco. They're begging me. Right, three and a half. That like the San Francisco has looked good last week. Like you said, they killed it on your live bet. San Francisco all week has been all week, all all year really has been the sleeper team. Right? Oh, George Kittle's down. That's why they're not good. Oh, Debo Samuel's hurt. That's why they're not good. And when they're healthy, Debo Samuel is an All American, and George Kittle is out here blocking and catching passes. They're running the ball. Kyle Shanahan looks like Bill Belichick. Like everything's fantastic when they're rolling. Jimmy Garoppolo, every single after every commercial break, he has less skin and ligament in his thumb. Like, like I don't, it's too much at this point. But there's this one team, man. There's this one team who has not stopped covering all year. There's this one team who has not stopped playing defense, who has not stopped scoring points all year long. And somehow, man, America's team has been under the radar. I don't know how they've been covering every game. They're they're they are America's team, and nobody's talking about them. They won the division, and they're quiet. It's quiet, and, that's and not only covering, they're like murdering. <laughs> Yo, dude, like not even close. Like yeah. people last week are like, I don't know, I want to take Philly, and Philly was like star- also benching players. What are we talking yeah. about, bro? Yeah. Like, not only are they benching players, and Dallas needs the game. Even if they're a full strike, Dallas could beat Philly by six touchdowns. Like they're just a in way superior team. And to be honest with you, I think they're a way superior team to San Francisco. They these two teams are really built like each other. That's why I think they're close. Yeah. They're they're like they, they're almost exact replicas. Like they want they like they have game managing quarterbacks. They have nice wide receivers who like in, are possession and they can like get you some yak. They love to run. They have great linebackers. They keep the. They just want to stop the run. Keep it in between the lines. 
However, dude, I just don't think you can win a quarterback. I don't think you can win a playoff game with a quarterback with no thumb. Like, I, I think there comes to a point where you're just like, all right, Garoppolo has no thumb, but we still like him more than Trey Lance, which is an indictment on him. Like, Debo Samuel's throwing. Debo Samuel is, has looks better throwing than Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm not even saying that to, like, in jest. I'm being dead serious. And yeah. they did that too. Was it like the first attempt in the red zone last week by Debo Samuel and not Jimmy? Like San Francisco, so, yeah. San Francisco knows that. Yeah. Debo's better. So that's what worries me. And honestly, there's nothing about Dallas that I don't like. <laughs> like actually nothing about Dallas at every phase of the game. They're good. If they're healthy, they're good. I, I, I love Dallas minus three and a half. Because that line looks gross. Like, it looks like I should take San Francisco three and a half. It's a playoff game. Keep it close. They both run. Like, that makes me love Dallas here. Where's the public here? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yes. All 80% of the money on San Francisco and 55 of the bets. Like, this is perfect. For some reason, they keep covering and they're America's team and nobody wants to play them. It makes no sense, Greg. I I love the Dallas Cowboys this week. Yeah, and I'm with you in that. Just because uh, you said a couple things in that in that breakdown, where like you were talking about how they're like similar, at least offensively and like maybe even defensively. But offensively, I feel like Dallas has a lot more firepower. Like I feel like they run the ball; they can run the ball the same. They both have both teams have you know multitude of good running backs. They both have pretty good offensive lines. But I feel like the firepower on the Dallas side, as far as wide receivers and tight ends even go, yeah, you have Kittle on the other side, so maybe that knocks out Schultz. But I feel like Schultz is is just as good as a pass catcher as Kittle. Kittle's probably a little bit of a better blocker, brings a little bit more attitude. I don't know if you watch on. I was watching on YouTube the uh, sounds of Sunday that put, gets put out by like the NFL. And it's like all different players that are mic'd up. And they had Kittle on it, dude. He's a lunatic. <laughs> I love he him so much. I actually lunatic. love him. I love him and so much. He's just he's so funny. And he just like he just like walks up to Kyle Shanahan at one point. He's like, hey, I could like I would really like to catch one. And like like two drives later, he's just like going down the middle, like 15 yards, catching a ball, <laughs> bobbling a ball, catching it, stuff like that. So it was just uh so funny how how laid back and relaxed he is. And I really do feel like he's a major part of that offense. So you know, that's the only thing that scares me a little bit on the Tampa, on the San Francisco side, as far as like a passing threat goes. I'm not worried about Debo Samuel as a passing threat. I'm worried about him more as a running back. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a or crazy wide receiver, running back, yeah. like throwing the ball. So like I'm not, so that's why, that's why to me with this game, I think it's Dallas all the way. Like, don't think, just throw because San Francisco can't throw. I'm not worried about San Francisco yeah. throwing 40 yards. I am worried about the Dallas Cowboys throwing for 40 yards on you. Yeah. Plus on the, on the defense side of the ball, Dallas has two different players that could be defensive player of the year. Yeah, and Micah Parsons Diggs. and Diggs. I mean, I've been, you know how I feel about Micah Parsons. You've been listening yeah. to me for a year and a half due to the Jets podcast. You know, it's insane. I, I've been screaming about Micah Parsons for literal months. He's unbelievable. Yeah. If you think about it, I'm pretty sure Diggs is a guy they brought in too, right? This offseason. So. To just go from there, remember last year, the storyline for Dallas the whole way was injuries and they have, they have no defense. They have no defense. They have nobody. And all of a sudden now they have, I think that they have one of the best defenses in the league. They've been proven all year, Greg. What else do you want from them? 
Every single game, not, yeah. they're covering, they're exceeding expectations. There's nothing like the only issue that I can grant you is you have, you're worried about their coach, Mike McCarthy. But that's true. But I would, I'm worried about him in the big one. I'm not too worried about him right now. I would, yeah, I would, exactly. I would say that he gets to the NFC Championship at least uh, all the time, right? So at least you could you could pencil him in there. Oh yeah. And to be honest with you, like if if you're worried about McCarthy, how are you going to not be worried about Shanahan? Right, like they match up even in the head coaches department, from my perspective. Yeah, and you know this. Now that we're done with this game, looks like we're both on Dallas. It just yep. kind of rang a little bell in my brain because I know we talked about futures off air, and I know I don't know if you want to get to them at the end here, but one of the yeah, storylines, one of the storylines that I I like, and it just rang a bell, is. Dallas versus the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. Oh yeah, McCarthy versus the Green Bay. I, I, yeah, I forgot has about to go that. To Green Bay. Ooh, oh. I think I think I think I need that. The storylines is, is well plays, man, and I think and that I completely missed that one. Yeah, McCarthy. I think I think he, unless I'm Dallas really- Green Bay NFC Championship. I think I think that's going to be my shot right now. This is his second year, right, McCarthy with Dallas. Is it a second or his first? I think it's a second. I don't think it's no. It has first. to be a second. You're right because we 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 couldn't have hired him this year. It was last year, right? And then he said no. No, dude, we interviewed him. No way. This is his first year. No, you're right. He's it has to be his second year. Um. Either way, while I look this up, I'm pretty sure it is just because. Uh, okay, that's fine. So you, how does that change? How does that change your your Dallas versus Green Bay? My whole thing is, I'm pretty sure last year for one of the games, right? He was yeah, 2020 was his first year, yeah, um, as a head coach. Pretty sure last year for one of the games to get his team up. You remember the storyline about him smashing a watermelon? Oh yes, yes, of course. He's been saving that watermelon smash all season. <laughs> oh, that's new. He's got a circle for Green Bay. He's breaking that out in Wisconsin, baby. He he's got a watermelon just stashed, ready for that game. I love that. I love so, that. I, I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna hammer that as soon as we as soon as we get off this call. Honestly, for our yeah, NFC Championship game, if we're doing best bets and stuff like that, for me, I was just to add, to cap us off here. Dallas minus three and a half, I think, is my best bet for the weekend slate. I, I honestly love it. That's the lowest, dude, dude. It's the lowest spread of the whole thing, so they're telling me it's going to be the closest game. I don't see San Francisco. I see Dallas right. being a step above San Francisco. You're right. You're honestly right. Yeah. Jumping now to what the NFL believes are the two best games, right? Because they're the prime times. Yeah. We got the Sunday night prime time. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Big Ben final send off at Kansas City. Plus 12 and a half. Crazy. And let me tell you something, Greg. That's a crazy number when you're talking about the defensive player of the year playing on the Steelers. Right, a team that like a team that's conservative, a team that runs the ball, a team with the defensive player of the year. That twelve and a half sounds crazy. Top and, quarterback. There's a lot of good things to like on Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I, yeah, you love you love Big Ben. You think he's <laughs> staying in the league for another decade, but that that's just the Greg thing. He's the only one on earth that believes that. <laughs> <laughs> we got fifty percent of the bets on Pittsburgh and sixty percent of the money. Like the sharps are on Pittsburgh, man. I. 
I don't hate it. Like I, I understand why. And honestly, oh, Pittsburgh is it. my Pittsburgh is in my in my teaser. Like I'm adding I'm adding that to give me like the three touchdowns for Pittsburgh. Like so it's no problem. I get it. But Kansas City has been so hot, dude. I don't understand why no one likes them. This is like my this is my what am I missing team of the year? Like it's Dallas and then it's Kansas City. Like the people just have in their brain those first six weeks of bad football and they can't get like they they can't remember anything else from before or after that because Kansas City has been killing, dude. You're talking I don't about- know if they have though, John. Go ahead. Last two weeks. Last two weeks they lost to the Bengals. And they well, beat the Broncos by four. They beat the Broncos by four last week. Well, I told you that that Denver game is going to be close. You go, they, yeah. they always play Denver close. It's like it's almost like New England in Miami. Like no matter what, you go to Denver and you just lose. Or you, you yeah. I, I couldn't believe that line, dude. They're banged up, man. Like Tyreek Hill didn't really play against the Broncos. They got some offensive linemen that are a little iffy. They, Clyde Edwards Alaire, I don't think played. Not because of COVID, all because of injuries, man. I think the Kansas City's a little beat up. I think they're a little vulnerable. So I'm kind of with you on this Pittsburgh train. That's the thing, and 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 it's Pittsburgh's last game, right? It's I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it. it, it, it's their game, and they play defense. So as much as I want to take Kansas City, honestly, I really do. I like truly, truly want to take Kansas City, and I, I mean, we're, we're teased this. You know, to the end of the show here, but Kansas City is my pick to go to the to the championship. I had them in my week one future. Yeah. If you were a fan of winning picks weekly, you know I had Kansas City in the Super Bowl plus five hundred from day one. I still think Kansas City is going to make the Super Bowl. I still think they're going to beat Pittsburgh, but I don't think it's going to be by thirteen or more points, man. I, I honestly don't. I as much as I want to, I, I just don't think it. I don't think it is. So give me a Claypool catch here. Give me Deontay Johnson possession catch there. Maybe Najee Harris to wake up and do something for once. But I don't see Big Ben getting blown out. For that reason, I have to take Pittsburgh 12 and a half. I don't love it though. I'm with you. The only Almost thing my hold my nose underdog here. Yeah, the only thing that throws me off is the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers got blown out was at Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs three weeks ago. That was a game where I was like, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to get hot. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go to run. I'm taking Pittsburgh money line in this game. And then they got absolutely torched. Greg, that's more of a reason to like Pittsburgh, man. You don't get the brain should know that. You don't, you like everybody, everyone sees that game. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Everyone watched that game and say, oh, Pittsburgh got, got killed, they got killed again. That never happens, especially in the playoffs, which is what we said with Buffalo and New England. You got to keep the philosophy consistent, right? In my opinion. I don't know. I, I, I'm sick. I, I really, really, in my heart of heart, want to take Kansas City here, which, which it means I got to take Pittsburgh. It's his last game, man. It's Big Ben's last game. They have, they have a great defense at defensive player of the year, plus Minka Fitzpatrick. They run the ball. It's Mike Tomlin. Do they run the ball? Okay. You like, know, the only thing that scares me is just the Pittsburgh offense, man. The Pittsburgh offense can just get, like, I don't see them score 40 points. And the Chiefs can score 30, 35 pretty easy. They pretty much do it every week, no matter who they're playing. So, I don't know. I don't know. Where are you, go, where you me, going with this? Give me Kansas City. Give me Kansas City minus 12 and a half. Wow. It's just so many points. 
It's so many points. How the tables have turned, Greg. How the tables have turned. You were you were going to throw up in the beginning of the year when I even mentioned Kansas City against the spread. Now you take it over the playoffs, 12 and a half? They're the hottest team against the spread in the NFL. All right. That's fair. That's fair. The only thing I will, the only thing I'll add here is Mike Tomlin is eight and eight against the spread in the playoffs. Doesn't really help anything. Yeah, I just don't know, man. Uh, them on the road in the playoffs, like I see when I think of Pittsburgh, I think of Heinz Field and terrible towels, <laughs> Renegade, all that shit. I don't think of Kansas City. Like, uh, okay, I think Kansas City is a tough place to play. I think it's an under sneaky tough place to play. Yeah, I, I've, Arrowhead's a great place to play. All right, especially in the playoffs. This is a whole. This is my hold your nose underdog. Take Pittsburgh here, and here we are on Monday Night Football. This, I mean, these two teams have been killing us all year, Greg. We've been loving Arizona. We and I, I mean, personally, I love the Rams going into the year. Right? They got the Stafford connection. Right? They got Whitworth coming out of retirement at 100 years old. They play offensive lineman, the oldest lineman ever. They're getting Von Miller halfway through the year. They get. You see who they just picked up? Who they just pick up? Was it Weddle? Rollins? <laughs> who they get? Weddle. Oh yes, linebacker. he got a Yeah, yeah, yeah safety. He gave safety, safety. who retired two years <laughs> yeah. ago. That's what I'm saying, man. And uh, I, I was actually going to get to that here. The Los Angeles Rams are limping, like, like they're on disability yeah. going into this game. And honestly, if this was a regular season game, do you think Matt Stafford plays? He, there's something wrong with him. So. Is he hurt? He can't no, complete a pass. He's Matt Stafford. <laughs> he's he's a broken back. He's like, why is he Tyson? I broke my back, and that's, that's, that's <laughs> what I see. Like, dude, he at some. I'm I'm pretty close to not wanting him to, not wanting to watch him play football. Like he he's almost at the Jordan Reed, you know, uh, timeline for me. When he's bad, he is bad. When he's good, he's good. He I makes mean, me nervous, that's, bro. That's he makes thing, me nervous. Though, I feel like he's hurt. Are, People not people are acting like this is a new thing. He did this for 15 years in Detroit. He was having seasons where he was he set the record with Calvin Johnson, the the the, the record that Cooper Cup is chasing. He was the quarterback then. He is really good when he's really good. He's also really really bad when he's really bad. <laughs> there we go. Words of wisdom. Yeah, it's, it's no no middle ground with him. The only thing that worries me and the only thing that scares me. Is that the Arizona Cardinals have just been straight up bad for a month and a half? JJ Watts coming coming back. Do you remember his name? Ten percent love. Eighty <laughs> percent. Can't forget. Never forget. But I don't know, man. You're talking about teams that are limping into the postseason. I guess Arizona. the LA Rams kind of are too because they're picking up everyone that they possibly can. But they're so Arizona, bad right now. Kyler Murray. I don't trust them at all. Limping. I know, I know, and every every towards the end of the season, he's always limping, and his helmet just seems to be getting bigger. Like, I don't know what it yeah, is. He gets shorter, <laughs> the helmet gets bigger. It's very weird. But honestly, the 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 I know the moment in time, and it's a moment in time I'll never forget when Arizona lost to Green Bay, and Kyler Murray threw the ball to AJ Green, and AJ oh Green. Just that was the first loss of the football. season. That was the turning point of the whole season. That lost oh, me thousands of dollars. It was their first loss. I know. And they should have won and they should have kept winning, but they didn't. They lost 
Kyler Murray got hurt on that play. I know, yeah. Hopkins got hurt in that game. He started that game with the 60-yard touchdown where he stiff arm and threw a guy <laughs> down on the ground. Like, that was the game. That was the moment in time that changed everything. I'll hate AJ Green forever. I already hated him. I'll hate him even more somehow. Give me the LA Rams. This is a spite pick for me on Monday night. I'm taking the Rams plus four or minus four at home. They're the better team. Yes, they might have a couple injuries, but they still have Cooper Cup. They still have Aaron Donald. They still have Jalen Ramsey. Who do the Arizona Cardinals have? J.J. Watt. It's 2005. Speaking of 2005, I wish it was 2005 because then Nuke Hopkins would play. I think he was just officially ruled out for this game by Cliff Klingsbury like an hour or two ago. Who was? Duke. Uh, I mean, Nuke. Nuke Hopkins. Oh. So I wish yeah, it was he hasn't been in, he hasn't been in six weeks. Who, I know, you know, but this was supposed to be his game back. He's not coming back, dude. They're going to lose this week. They're going to be out of the playoffs. And honestly, I think Cliff Kingsbury might be on the hot seat because he just he's another one. He forgets how to play football after October. Listen, it's man, unbelievable. I hate to do this because I know you're everyone's here for the gambling picks and for the for the year long stuff. But I mean, come on, Greg. How many coaches? Now are the are gonna get are the Jets gonna get killed for not getting, and then once they do bad, we're gonna completely forget about that narrative. Cliff Kingsbury is on that list now, True. along with Matt Rule, who is on that list. And what other scrubs are on this list that we were supposed Joe to hire? Judd, was he? Were we supposed to get Joe, Joe Judd or Campbell? No? Like, yeah. from, uh, like, like, oh my god! Like everybody, and then we get abused, right? Right? Whatever. Robbie Anderson, Darnold. All that stuff. It just really pissed me off because Cliff Kingberry stinks. He stunk as a quarterback, Greg. And I, I actually sat there for those True. games like an idiot. I had season tickets. And I, I, I'm so happy you don't have him. And you're right. He does suck. But I still think the Cardinals are going to win this game. You know why, man? We have not talked about it at all. They run the ball. Yeah. They run the ball so well. And James Conner might be one of my favorite players in this league that nobody talks about. Like, I think Debo Samuel is my favorite skills position player in the playoffs this year, which is going to be unfortunate because they're going to play for one game. But underrated skills position player of, of this playoffs is James Conner. He has been on absolute tear this year, man, and nothing stops this guy. Like, cancer didn't stop him. Going to the Arizona Cardinals behind Chase Edmonds didn't stop him. Like... He was he was playing in like the fourth preseason game this year or the third like the last game not those three this year like the third preseason game as if like he's trying to make the squad. I remember picking him up in fantasy and stuff and laughing at me. Connor has been so good, man. The Terminator. So that I, I, this is my best bet. Arizona plus four is my best bet. Just one thing, man. Please tell me the public is on the Rams. Please, I didn't check it. Pokes all over the Cardinals. Oh, sixty-five percent okay. of the money, fifty percent of the bets. Okay, that's fine. Fifty percent of the bets and sixty percent of the money—that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Give me Same the Cardinals. The Steelers. Yeah, that's fine. Give me the Cardinals there. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Best bet Cardinals, and that wraps up our playoffs, man. That really wraps up our playoffs. Do you want to go into the futures real quick? I know we kind of teased that. Yeah, let's talk about a couple of them real quick, just because uh, we, you know. We, we're hitting the reset button, right? You have your season-long props. Some of those cashed, some of those didn't. And now we're taking that money that we have left over, or at least I am, and I'm putting it on Super Bowls or matchups, whatever it might be. So 
especially now that we have FanDuel, there's a ton of different options or whatever site you use in New York. So um, I'm looking at two right now, and I'm looking at one storyline and one betting with my head. It's like kind of betting with my heart, betting with my head. So betting with my head, I'm going with Dallas Cowboys plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. That's wild. I feel Did you, they actually but that's win wild. it. Maybe not. Maybe I can hedge it out in the actual Super Bowl. But I think Dallas just has, like I said, they might have the best defense in this whole list of teams that are playing in the playoffs. They also might have the best offense of all these teams here in the playoffs. If not, they're going to be top three, top four. So I think they're going to contend. The problem is, to your point, the coaching and just they haven't been able to do it before. So it's a relatively new team when it comes to deep playoff runs. So, But that's why it's plus 1,200. These teams that are a little bit lower on there, I don't really like um, the value for. So, you know, plus 1,200 for me for the Dallas Cowboys. I like that. And then for a specific matchup, this is more my heart pick. This is a storyline thing. This is my bet to see if the NFL is actually <laughs> fixed and rigged. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, plus 4,100. I also have the Patriots, obviously, from early in the season with the Super Bowl. So um, I got them on the AFC side. I got the Dallas Cowboys on the NFC side. And then just as a little extra, Tampa Bay versus the Pats, an exact matchup in the Super Bowl, plus 4,100. Those are my three futures for the playoffs. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not too mad at those, Greg. I mean, uh, the Dallas Super Bowl one, it, it's of course out there, but I'll tell you what, I have Kansas City versus Dallas in the Super Bowl at plus 1700, right? So even though that's great, cause I have my Kansas City bet there and Listen, I, I I think I've been walked off the Kansas City Arizona plus thirty two hundred. I think you walked me off that cliff uh, oh, okay. d- during during this conversation because you're right, dude. Maybe I have been chasing uh, Arizona all year, and they're too injured to to win all these games. You're right. My my storyline pick, and I kind of mentioned it in the middle of this podcast today, mm-hmm. is the NFC pick, which is not the crazy of odds, but that's plus four twenty. Green Bay versus Dallas. Looking at it, Greg, uh, looking at this right now, is there even another possibility at NFC Championship besides Green Bay Dallas? Like, honest to God, what team is going to, like, Tampa Bay is going to beat Green Bay next year, next week? Is that really what you're going to tell me? No way. No way is Tom Brady going. No way. And then who does Dallas have to play? Dallas has to play the Rams or the Cardinals. What, like, what are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. No, I love that pick. I, I honestly, I think that might be like a legit, like money hoarder for me. The it's just so funny because, like, with with this pick that you have, and the fact that they have a the Green Bay as a buy, it's like you need Green Bay to win one game. That's Tampa. Okay. It's going to be versus Tampa. It's not that serious. Like, I know it sounds crazy, Tom Brady, but like, it's really not that serious. Like, Green Bay has been really good, and Green Bay versus Dallas in the NFC Championship—that's how it should be. So, I I I, I, I can't see another choice there which brings me to my afc right because like we're here talking this out like in live time and it's, it has to be kansas city right like who who's gonna knock them off who's gonna knock off kansas city yeah i mean unless it's it's i don't think it's buffalo so unless it's a long shot like the new england patriots well, or like cincinnati i don't think anyone this is crazy, dude. So I, 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 I'm like just looking at it. I, I'm really not sure who Kansas City is going to play. 
in the AFC Championship. I mean, eventually they're going to have to play maybe the Tennessee Titans, but are you worried about the Tennessee Titans? I, I think the Tennessee's going to lose. Really? You think their first game they're going to lose next week against the worst AFC team? Yes. So they're going to lose to either Vegas or Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's the problem there? Like, yeah, I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's that serious. But even if they do beat them, they're going to lose to Buffalo. Derrick Henry after, will be right? back. A.J. Brown will be back. Defense looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of stumped on the AFC when I'm looking at this. My own, my, so my futures that I have is G, GB versus Dallas at plus 420. I got yep. Kansas City versus Dallas. Plus seventeen hundred in the Super Bowl, which means I should probably hedge that out and take uh, Kansas City Green Bay in the Super Bowl as well. Okay, so I'll take that. But dude, I cannot for the life of me figure out who Kansas City is going to play. I, I also have New England versus the Packers in in the in the Super Bowl, just in case Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? I I, I got to take it. Yeah. But dude, give me the other AFC team. Give me the other AFC team so I can bet it right now, Greg. Whatever you say, I will bet. Give me who's Kansas City going to play in the AFC Championship? They said Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. That's where is that? Where is that? Tennessee's in the same boat as Green Bay. They have to win one game with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. Like, should happen. They should be able to do it. Okay. It's plus two ten. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I'm I got all. Yeah, it's not great value because it's the top two teams. It's the one seed versus the two seed. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to officially put in Kansas City versus New England. That's going to be my disgusting AFC Championship pick. Because that's that's if it's going to happen, that's what's going to happen, right? New England is going to win against the Bills next week. And then New England's going to be the lowest AFC team remaining. So then they're going to play the highest AFC team remaining, which Titans. is the Titans. And they're going to ruin Mike Vrabel. They're going to kill Mike Vrabel because <laughs> yeah. it's a former Belichick coach. And then, the the, then, and then they're going to play KC in the playoffs, okay. in the championship. So, yeah, I like that. Okay. So officially, just to wrap it up, you have Tampa Bay versus Pats plus 4,100 in the Super Bowl to see if – the NFL is rigged. My NFL is rigged pick is Green Bay versus Dallas in the NFC at plus 420. Way less like odds. This. But, I mean, the, the, the tinfoil hats are on. You oh, have yeah, big time. You have Dallas plus 1,200 to win the whole thing. I'm just going to stick with my week one, Kansas City, to win the whole thing. You have week one, New England, to win the whole thing. So... I think we're I think we're pretty much covered there. Yeah, that's at plus thirty seven hundred too. By the way, obviously we're killing it all on that. So we should definitely stick to that. We also have, I mean, I have a bunch of Kansas City. Oh, I have the Kansas City versus Patriots that we just talked about in the AFC Championship. And then for my Super Bowl, I got New England versus the Packers at plus twenty seven hundred. And then Kansas City versus Dallas and Kansas City versus the Packers because I honestly can't see another NFC team making it, dude. The Tampa Bay thing is just a joke. Ha ha, Tom Brady. Repeat. But I really yeah, I can't happen. I really don't think it's gonna happen. This, dude. Greg, I mean, th- this is our first wild card game, it's our first playoff game. But outside of these one, two, three, four, five Super Bowl matchups, I honestly can't fathom a different one. Tampa Bay versus Pats, Packers versus Pats. Or Kansas City versus Pats, Kansas City versus Dallas, Kansas City versus Packers. Maybe Buffalo. Maybe it's the only one really that 
I can think about. But to your point, look at the teams that are left. I don't see Vegas. I don't see Cincinnati. I don't see Philadelphia. I don't see Tampa Bay. I don't see San Francisco. I don't see Pittsburgh. I really don't see Arizona. Maybe the Rams. I don't see the Rams or the Titans. None of these guys. Dude, we figured it out. Look at that. Figured it out. You heard it here first. Seriously, dude. I I legit think that we figured out what teams are going to make it. I would be so shocked if if one of these five. Watch like Kansas City lose outright next week or or Dallas. Dallas lose outright to San Francisco. It's like, oh. Maybe we didn't have it all figured out, but that's why we play well, the see, game. See, man, the board is so clear, dude. It's so clear. I can do, I'm, so I'm, clear. I'm wiping these teams off left and right here. <laughs> it's easy. So, so you want to you want to you want to wrap it up with the full s- slate? You want to do it? You want to do a teaser? What do you What do you want to do here? And now let's run through the whole slate one more time and let's wrap this up and get out of here. Our first playoff podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you don't follow us, all social media platforms. John's at Jay Malika. I'm at winning the letter P weekly. We're on YouTube as well. The Knicks, Jets, et cetera podcast. We're a playlist there. So follow and subscribe to their channel, Knicks, Jets, et cetera. And if somehow you can listen to us and you don't listen to them, go give them a listen. They're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Alexa. You name it, we are there. (laughs) Exactly. So they're everywhere. So are we. Take (laughs) us on the road. Listen to our podcast as well. Um, I've been listening on Spotify lately. Love the Spotify stuff. So you could rate yeah, it we there. Really appreciate it. We really appreciate the follows and likes and comments and all that good stuff. And Greg puts in those timestamps because you know you <laughs> really really for the people. Exactly. So, <laughs> thank you for that. And let's wrap this up, man. Let's wrap this up. Las Vegas at Cincinnati Saturday to kick us off. Cincinnati's plus five and a half. What you got there? Cincy minus five and a half at home. First win since text messages were invented. I don't think it's going to happen, man. The Marvin Lewis curse is still among them. <laughs> I love the Raiders plus five and a half. I absolutely love the Raiders plus five and a half here. You got the prime time Saturday, New England at Buffalo for the rubber the rubber game. Plus four? Buffalo plus four? What do you got? Bill Pelichak of the points. New England plus four. Easy. You got Philadelphia now at one o'clock on Sunday versus Tampa Bay plus eight and a half. What do you like here? I like Philly plus eight and a half. It's a lot of points, but Tampa one o'clock. Ah, man, I, I, I cannot bet against Tom Brady. I physically cannot. You got San Francisco at Dallas for the typical four o'clock slate game. This is a typical 4 p.m. game. Like this is, I'm going to feel like it's a normal Sunday here in November. Yeah, America's Game of the Week game, Dallas <laughs> yeah. for me. Fox Sports, yep. 4K. They'll ask me if I want to watch it on 4K. Like It's, it's yep. typical. Dallas uh, minus three and a half is going to be my best bet of the week. I'm taking Dallas in this one. I seriously love that bet. I'm going with Dallas. Dude. This might be a route. You got Pittsburgh plus 12 and a half. Big Ben's finale. 12 and a half at Kansas City. And I, I'll just warn you, Greg, you were just a little worried that Kansas City might lose outright. <laughs> we're talking, talking about those futures. What do you got here? <laughs> yeah, the only reason why is because we have so much in futures, but I don't think Kansas City loses this one. I think, I think Kansas City actually covers this one. So I'm taking KC minus 12 and a half. All right. I'm going with Pittsburgh here. Defense wins in the playoffs and so does running and so does conservative play. It's going to, they're going to keep it close, man. There's no way a big Ben and Mike Tom are getting blown out. You know, like Tomlin's eight and eight too against the spread. Like they're they're not gonna do anything crazy here. 
And then jumping to our Monday night, which I love another rubber match. Arizona Rams division game. Like that, like this is is such a perfect schedule, man. Oh, it's incredible. Two teams are hobbling in to your point. I I, I guess my brain, we could tell my bias because I thought it was only the Rams hobbling in, but as you pointed out, Arizona is also hobbling in there, but I love Arizona, dude. Plus four. I really, truly love Arizona here. I hate the Rams pick so much. I'm on the Rams here. Rams minus four at home. All right. And, you know, I'm going to throw in a quick teaser here, right? We'll, we'll go on with it with, with every game. Pick every game. We got a teaser. If we take the Vegas plus 12, New England plus 10, Philly 14 and a hook, Dallas plus three, which I, of course, I hate going through the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh plus 18 and a half and Arizona plus 10. That's plus 600, bro. That's plus 600. Like what? Like, nice. like, like what's up? You know that's what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot that's, of points. That's 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 more than Green Bay versus Dallas in the NFC Championship. Uh, I I mean, I love our futures here. We basically got Kansas City versus Packers, Dallas, or the Patriots, and yeah. then we got New England versus either Tampa or the Packers. You got Dallas to win. I got Kansas City to win. You got New England to win. And my absolute best bet, favorite bet, I might put $1,000 on this. I'm not even joking, but I can't tell anyone if I do it, is Green Bay versus Dallas in the NFC Championship at plus 420. And it's plus 420, which is hilarious, right, for all those for all those jokesters out there. Yeah. <laughs> might as well be plus 6969. <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready, man. I'm ready for the playoffs. Anything else I'm to add? I'm so excited. So excited. It sucks that the slate gets smaller, but the games get better. So it's a beautiful thing. NFL wild card. Well, listen, we have one more week, one more week of normal slate because they added the the extra team here. And then the bye bye weeks are coming back to next week. It's like a normal playoff schedule. So we still got one more week before we start getting depressed and feeling uh, symptoms of withdrawal. Yeah, before it starts really settling (laughs) in. All right, guys. There it is. Let's go Jets, I guess. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.